This episode's all about loving the process, falling in love with the journey, celebrating the wins along the way. It's not always about the end goal, but it's about what you're accomplishing and how you're growing while you're getting there. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was just reminiscing about what we're going to talk about. Okay. And I was a little slow to the draw there at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Today we're talking about the process because if you're a listener, then you know I ran this half marathon and it just got me thinking about, you know, the process because we get so focused on the end goal, mm-hmm. right? And it's really about loving the process and celebrating the wins throughout because if you don't if you're not if you only got one eye on the goal then you only have one eye on the journey and you could be missing things so I I ran this half marathon uh two days ago three days ago and uh the minute I got done and I don't know if everyone else is like me but like well first of all the minute I got done I could literally not walk I was dying uh it was painful but then the next minute the can whole I, time can I stop you for a minute yeah congratulations oh thank you <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Well done. Fun. You know what? Well so, done. So funny, like the girls come, I come home and I got my medal because they give everybody the medal. And uh, the <laughs> girls are like, medal. Well, uh-huh. it's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Okay, so the, my girls are like, you won the race? <laughs> <laughs> Mama yeah. finished the race. You should like, have said, yes, I did. I, I finished, they were surprised. But what's really, I did hear the statistic though that like less than, less than 1%, like 0.0 some percent of people actually complete a half marathon so really? yeah that's surprising so there you go i'm in that top mm. like i'm like above one percenters i'm like a half a percenter all the time so there you go yeah that's some. that's something <laughs> well i'm on this run for like you know three hours and um so you can figure out how slow i ran i did go potty twice though and there was a long line so i uh got i'm thinking the whole time like what am i gonna do what's my uh you know, next goal, because I'm in the middle of this goal, right? That's how I operate. Mm-hmm. Carly, like the first I talked to you on Monday, and you're like, I'm just wondering what your new goal is. Yeah, I, I knew told it. you before you could yeah. ask me. I'm going to run every day for 365 days, every single day. There is a clause. Randy made me put a clause in there that if I'm violently ill, I don't have to run. That well, makes sense. And, and what did I say, though? That I probably would anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't though. I don't know you. Like you have this vision of me, Carly. Uh, I definitely will not run when I'm sick. Okay, I'm not that incredible. Sarah, do not have superhuman powers. No, but okay. Anyways, okay. I mean, I don't. Let's I agree never... to disagree. Okay, but we'll just see what happens in the next 365 days, and then one of us will get to say, "I told you so." Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's my goal: run every day. So because I figure, even if I have, you know. 10 minutes is all, and I can only get one mile in, then that's 10 minutes. We all have 10 minutes, right? 
Yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. And it's not going to take the place of other workouts because I still do other stuff. It's just that I'm going to make sure I run. And I'm thinking, why would you run 365 days in a row? Well, one is next year, this time I'm going to do the marathon, Mm -hmm. not the half marathon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. I put that out there. And also, I feel like if I do that every day, I'm probably going to most likely become a better runner. Yeah. Right? Uh, Hopefully, I'm a little bit faster. Probably going to be in a little better physical and mental shape because it does help me mentally to run. It feels good. Yeah. It's really good for me. It's really good for my patients. (laughs) (laughs) I like to run towards the car. Not away from the car. It stresses me out. Uh, and it's a way to clear the mind. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's like forced. Like you have to clear your yeah. mind. So you and the road. Yeah. So I feel like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of progress along the way. It's gonna be a long journey, and I'm really excited to see where it takes me. And yesterday, I took one day off, so I ran that marathon on Sunday. Monday, I couldn't barely walk. I have the worst shin splint, so I took that day. Hey, Benny, do you know what you're supposed to do when you have shin splints? Yes, I do, and I told her to do it, and she's done it. <laughs> Anywho. You're, you're supposed to get little Dixie cups, fill them up with water, throw them in the freezer, uh-huh. and then take them oh, back yeah, yeah. up. And I'm gonna, I am doing that. Rub them on your shins and then tear them off, so then they're just thrown away. Smart. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, tip of the day from Benny. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's such a good one. I love that one. Uh, well, Carly told me I need to rest. Yes. That rice. That, too. Absolutely, rice. too. Remember? Rice. Mm-hmm. Rice. Yeah acronym oh tell it what does rice mean rest ice i can't remember the rest (laughs) 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 oh my god i'm dying benny can you google rice (laughs) it's compress elevate oh something like that You didn't need to Google. I didn't need to Google that. Time. Oh, that's so it. funny. I'll double check. Carly, you were so like serious. You were gonna school me on rice. I know because you need to rest. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, so I, I right. did. Yep. Rest, I did. Ice compression elevation. I rested Woo. for the day, mm-hmm. and then uh, today was day one of 365. I'm sorry. Yesterday was day one of 365 days, and I ran. I only ran like one and a half miles. I ran the whole time. Uh, and my body was screaming at me because I'm older than I used to be. And so running hurts a little bit more yeah. on my joints. Well, and you just did Oh, and I just ran a half marathon. marathon. I mean, there's that. There's that. Your body's <laughs> so, telling you. Listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, I feel fine today. I think I worked all that last acid out, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah but that's to be two days of rest-ish for you. It's a day and a half. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying, ish. That's what I need. Okay. That's all I need. Okay. Okay. So... It got me thinking about this show and that we should be talking about the process because we get so focused on the end goal of like what you're going to accomplish, but how much things are you accomplishing along the way and are you celebrating those? And also, what if you fall short of your goal? Because a lot of times we set these goals and then uh, we don't meet them because maybe it was a really lofty goal or maybe you just needed more time to reach that goal and then you fall short of it and you feel like you failed. No, you didn't fail. Did you see what, what you accomplished all along the way getting to that goal mm. or or falling short of that goal? You still accomplished so much more than you would have if you hadn't said it in the first place. For those of you who don't know, I'm a mortgage lender. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> the Riley Home Team, Fairly Mortgage. Yeah. And I've been in this business since really 2007 is when I got into this business. And our industry is, uh, I don't know, probably like a lot of industries, but... There's people in our industry that make an incredible amount of money, mm-hmm. a great living. Um, and then there's way more that don't <laughs> make an incredible amount of money. 
And, you know, people just focus on the shiny thing, right? Like, look at all those people that are making all that money. It must be easy. I'm going to go do that. Mm. And there's been so many times in this industry that people have come into come in like flooded with loan officers because it was easy. It was like yeah. deals were right for the picking. Uh, there was a ton of buyers. Rates were really low. There was super loose guidelines on qualifying people. And so it was just like, you know, no big deal for everybody. It was just being a lender. Mm. And then as soon as it got hard, they all left. Well, that's good. Weeds them out. It, it is good. But I got in this industry in 2007, which was not the, you know, optimal time to start mm-hmm. in uh, lending. That's when most people were on their way out. But um, I never have ever in anything I've done judge my ability to succeed on others. So it didn't bother me at all. Less competition, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't start out as, as a loan officer right away, which is what most people do. They get in this business, they get licensed, and then they just start advising people on, you know, how to invest in the largest purchase they're ever going to make. Yeah. I don't understand no. that at all. With like little or no experience. And so when I started, I was 25 years old and I was really eager to learn because I didn't know. And I definitely can. What's that saying? Like fake it till you make it. But there's some things you can't fake and you shouldn't. And so I wanted to learn and refine and learn and refine my systems and my knowledge so that I, you know, was an expert. Then you're coming from a place of experience when you speak to people. So I started as an assistant. I learned the systems and processes. And then I changed the systems and processes. Because <laughs> you what? can't conform me. What? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I wanted the best service for my clients. Um, then I became a production partner. And I quickly felt like, okay, I can do this. I got this. I can on my own. But I did not rush out to be on my own for a lot of reasons. I think mainly it's because I don't have an ego about things. I don't have an ego about title. The, there's two things that are really important to me when it comes to my job. And one is my reputation. My reputation is everything. What my clients say about me, people who work with me, you know, how they say that I treat people and do my job. That is the most important because that's really all we have in business is our reputation. Mm -hmm. And then secondly is what amount of money am I bringing home to my family? And so rushing off because like the shiny thing is a lot of people either have or aspire to have in this industry um, a big team and close big numbers because it looks really good. Mm -hmm. Doesn't always mean that it's the most profitable way to do business. And so I personally don't care about any of that. I don't care about how many people it looks like I have or where I am on the stats. I mean, I'm competitive with myself, so I've set goals for myself and I want to do well. But it's at the end of the day, it's like, what what check am I taking home to my kiddos to provide the life that I dreamed up for them? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I didn't rush off to like be my own person producing. I was a producing loan officer closing volume under somebody else's name that had essentially retired and wasn't even in the business anymore. But no one knew I existed. right I just was doing my job and then in 2013 um, it it all kind of came to a head and I was my first official year under my own name Sarah Riley closing loans as an originator and I was president's club and top one percent industry and have been every year you killed it every year and I think you have that a lot of that has to do with the fact that I put the time in Mm There was a lot of goals, and and I had goals then that I didn't – I mean, the goal where I'm at now wasn't even a goal then. I didn't even think this was a possibility for me to be – have this large producing team, running a branch of Fairway Mortgage. Like, these are things that, you know, I was like, that's cool, but I don't need all that. (laughs) It just kind of happened. Yeah. Right? 
but I think that along the way, you know, I set these milestone goals and I kept I re- kept reaching them and I was really focused on the process and the journey to get to somewhere. And I'm I mean, I'm still on that journey. And you're on it with me, Carly. I am. And I'm happy to be. <laughs> I think we're always on that journey. If you aren't on a journey, then what what are you doing with your life? Right. And if you're not learning, I mean, if you're not thinking of how you can improve, how you can learn to provide the best, you know, version of yourself or value to people in general, like in business or in life, then uh, I don't know, like you're not fulfilled, mm-hmm. right? You're just living. You have to stay focused on the process and surrender to the outcome, whatever that is, because it might be your goal or it might be something completely different. I had goals when I started in this industry, but they were so much smaller. And now I find that I'm like on this ever, you know, I don't know, ever, ever going, ever continuing, ever long, <laughs> ever growing journey. Woo. Gosh, how ever, forever, ever. <laughs> the road never ends. Everlasting. Ever. Oh, uh, Benny. long lasting. The thing that sets you apart from other people is that rather than chasing other people's goals or idea of like what you're supposed to be or where you're supposed to be at, you should be in relentless pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Woo. Yeah. Right. You should always be pursuing your success and your version of excellence, not somebody else's. Mm. And I found that that's really what has set me apart in, in my industry, at least in business, because um, everyone's trying to do the same thing and just do it a little bit better than each other. But if you do something completely different in your space, well, your advantage is huge rather than tiny. You know, being a little, being better at the same thing, you have a small advantage, but being something, doing something completely different in the same space, you have a huge advantage. Yep. You got to fall in love with the process of becoming great. I recently read this book, and if you haven't read it, you definitely should. It's called chop wood, carry water. And it's really all about, you know, falling in love with the process. It's about the journey. Like I said earlier, I got this from the book. If you have one eye on the goal, then you only have one eye on the journey. You can't get so laser focused on your goal that you miss all the progress along the way. Then you're not giving yourself credit for all that you've accomplished and you're not celebrating all those goals that you're reaching. Okay. So you guys, how many times have you like set a goal Let's just talk about health because this this is one that I feel like it's really easy to look back on. So you set this goal like I'm going to I want to be this size or I want to weigh this amount. Right. And then you work really hard at it and you keep working hard at it. And for years, let's say years. And then one day you fall out of routine or you get pregnant, let's just say. (laughs) It's happened to me a few times. Uh, You get pregs and then, um, you know, you come back from being pregnant. Now you're a whole new person with a whole new life and balance and uh, a body, a whole new body. And you're trying to figure it out again. And what I have learned, thank God I've learned it so that I can enjoy the process of my new goal. Because, you know, you look back and you're like, wow, I kept striving to reach this goal that whole time. But when you look back at it, you're like, damn, I looked good. Mm. Why wasn't I celebrating how good I felt and how good I looked? I was just constantly pushing forward to reach something else rather than just like savoring the moment. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I mean, for years, when after I had Reagan, my middle child, uh, Randy and I joined CrossFit, which is like a whole other show because that like literally transformed our marriage. But we joined CrossFit and uh, we both lost a ton of weight. We got in super good shape. Uh, we were looking smoking hot, 
for Smoking. years. Yes. For years. You guys did we, great. We didn't like count our calories or whatever. We just like ate clean food. Uh, pretty much Randy's dream life of just eating meat all the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just lived our lives. But we were on this health path. And I was always trying to get a, like a little bit more of an edge. Like lose a little bit more. Get to a little bit smaller size. The whole time being the smallest I'd ever been. And then I got pregnant with Dylan, which was four years ago. A long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Too long to not be back to that person. (laughs) But I'm not. And the thing is, I keep, you know, you look back and you're like, wow, I I can't believe I didn't just enjoy where I was at. And we do that in everything. Yeah, it's easy to do. It is easy. But the whole point is, is that if you're not focused on the growth and how you're growing as a person and how you're improving every day, then you're missing out on the opportunity to see and celebrate all that you're doing. Yep. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect quote, Carly. God, you just know exactly what to say. Yes. Every time. <laughs> growth is not automatic. You know what is? Getting older is automatic. You can just like coast through life. People think that you're just by living your life and doing your stuff every day, like you're getting better, but you're you're not getting better. You're just getting older. You actually have to be super intentional about your personal growth because we can coast, you know, you can coast down a hill, but everything that's worthwhile is uphill. So you got to work at it and you have to be super intentional about what you want and working towards it every day. You can always find ways to be happy in the short term. But if you're not growing, you'll never be fulfilled. It's like, okay, you're having a rough day. My When I'm like really down and I'm feeling like, oh, man. What I do is, or I used to do this a lot. I do it a lot less now, but I do still do it. I did it the other day. Uh, I will go buy a new outfit, like some new shoes. Mama loves her shoes. So that makes me feel good. Like in the moment, you're like, cool, I feel good. I look snappy. I'm loving it. Life's great for the moment. Mm. But what you probably should do is have some inner reflection, you know, figure out how to overcome where you're at and move on, which I do that after I realize that the outfit was short lived and now I need to have some inner (laughs) reflection. But it's just about like we're all about, you know, the short term, the quick fix. So like what's going to make you feel good right now rather than actually putting the work in to grow and be better so that you feel good forever, forever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sandlot. I was totally thinking that. I love that. Sandlot. Okay, Four classic. If you haven't seen ever. Sandlot, I made the girls watch that just the other day. So good. Consistency should be our measure of success. Every little thing that we do, even mundane, matters greatly on, you know, based on how often and how much we do it. Over time, even the smallest habit or choice can change the trajectory of our lives completely. There is this quote, I just, I think I just posted it. We make our choices, and then our choices make us. Mic drop. Mm. Like, (laughs) for real. (laughs) You choose, you make the choice, right, every day to be better or to grow, to pursue something, and then that becomes who you are. Every day, work harder on yourself than anything else. Become more valuable. Then you can bring value to others. If things all stay the same, you can't grow to be the best version of yourself. You always have to be pursuing excellence in everything that you do. And then you're on this journey of life that's constantly changing and growing into who knows. Like, who knew I was going to be a branch manager and have a team, this huge team? And, I mean, 
girl you knew? I knew. She raised her hand. Yeah. We're, we are on, <laughs> the, we're on a podcast. We all saw that. She she raised her hand. You never know like what's going to happen in your life, but you, if you're always pursuing something greater than where you're at, you never you also don't know where it's going to take you. Carly and I met working in a bar. Did I think I was going to be a bartender my whole life? Oh hell no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for Carly Mm-mm. forever. It was a placeholder, right? And but always gro- trying to grow and better yourself and become more valuable so that you're more valuable to others, which opens up doors and opportunities. And it's just that journey, like, you know, they say when you say like bad things happen or hard things happen or things that you didn't expect and they're like, well, if that didn't happen, it wouldn't put propel you to where you are now. Yep. There's definitely truth to that. Those, all of those things are your journey. That's all the process. And it, it might seem slow. Like for sure, running every day is going to seem like, wow, nothing's changed. I, I trained for a half marathon for four weeks, okay? And then I ran the half marathon. My body is the same. Nothing has changed <laughs> except for that I'm more sore and a little bit cuckoo. Okay. But, um, I, uh, wait a second. I think the little bit cuckoo part's always been there. Oh, thanks, Carly. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say something like insightful. No. They say, like, if you run a half marathon, you're only half crazy. Oh, so when you run a full marathon? You're full crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm aspiring to be next year. <laughs> but nothing's changed. You know, we're all, we're so like wanting the, the quick. The easy fix. Sono bello. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But you got to put in the work because it feels good. I'm definitely uh, a faster runner. Uh, I feel good. It feels better to run. And I bet you in a year, I will look different Mm -hmm. from running. But most importantly, I will feel different. And who knows what life-changing things will come to me in those moments of clarity when I'm on the open road. Those could change me forever. They will. But really, it's not what makes it's not like what we have or what we get that makes us happy. It's who we become. No one can take that away from us. Success without fulfillment is failure. If you're not working and growing, you know, to feel fulfilled, to become your better self, then but you have all the things. Well, cool. Those things could be gone in an instant, but who you are can never be taken away from you. So as you're growing in this process and you're not, you haven't quite reached the goal or you don't have the thing. You're not there yet. But you've accomplished so much and you've grown so much. In four weeks, uh, I definitely can run further than I ran before. So who knows where I'll be in a year from now. That's just running. You know, in business, this was a long journey. It's not like, wow, Sarah, look where you're at. Okay, I started in 2007. Mm. It's a long road. And, uh, and I have accomplished a lot along the way and I've learned a lot to be where I am and I'm still on the journey. It's just for everyone. You have to fall in love with the process of growing and becoming better. You have to celebrate your victories along the way. And if you are so focused on your goal, then you might miss out what you're accomplishing. It's really about mastering the fundamentals in anything, right? It's like the daily habits, the daily choices that really create the journey to reach the goal. So when you get excited about doing the daily things that create the ongoing joy and happiness you want, for a lifetime, then you're living in the presence and you're living through the journey and celebrating the process so that when you get there, it's like, cool, yeah, but I was already pretty awesome because of all those <laughs> other things, right? It's like that story about bamboo. Okay, you probably have heard this. Everyone's heard it at some point, but I'm just going to tell you because it's really good. Okay, so bamboo, uh, Chinese bamboo, you plant the seed, and for the first year, you see nothing. Second year, nothing. Third, fourth year, Nada. 
You can't even tell if it's if anything's happening. And then all of a sudden, it can grow up to 80 feet in six weeks. <laughs> 80 feet in six weeks, which is amazing. And there's a whole process happening underground, right, that you don't see. No one's celebrating. And then all of a sudden, the leaps and bounds are huge because we're doing these things daily and we're like, what? what is, how is this really changing? How is this really affecting us, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing all these whatever the choices, get up and run every day or, you know, make your prospecting calls every day. And but how's it really affecting? You don't necessarily see it until all of a sudden you've arrived. But it could be years. It could be. It could and be that's years. Okay. It's great. So you have to, you know, be comfortable in the process and, yeah. and loving that. That's yep. the whole point of it. So that is the message today. Love the process. If you have not um, read the book Chop Wood, Carry Water, it's literally all about falling in love with the process, and uh, you should read it. It's a quick read. So. Anyways, that's my little my little nugget for the day. The moral of the story is you have to keep plugging away. It's have to versus want to. All the things that you're doing, you want to run, you want to prospect, you want to grow, you you want to develop yourself as a person to become more valuable to others. And when you want to do all those things, you're loving the process of becoming better. Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, we know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.